Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Wake Up In Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. And why do I say dream coach every time? Because I want to coach you into the kingdom of God. I want to coach you in the things of the Lord that will give you victory as you walk out the process that God has you going through, making progress to fulfill your purpose. There is a dream that is wrapped up on the inside of you, and we need to be like the definition of the name Nicodemus. And I'm going to be talking about that fine chap in a few minutes, but Nicodemus means he who has victory amongst his people. We need to have victory. Why? Because we need to be an answer and a solution. The whole world is not waiting for the Father. The whole world is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God that look like, smell like, taste like, and are just like their dad, just like Jesus was, because they need Jesus with flesh on. Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us because we needed to associate and be able to see somebody. We needed to see somebody having victory even in the midst of all the storms of life. And before I go any further down this road, and, and what I'm calling this, this part of the Stormwalker series is the rise of the remnant warriors called the Stormwalker, Stormwalkers, part three, secret agents. But before I get to the secret agent part, which I know many of you guys are, I want to read to you a scripture here found in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, and it's about building your foundation of your life on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people have been building on sand. I don't think it's too late. If you've been building on sand, if you've been building on things of the world, if you've been building on the systems of the world, if you thought if you could just have more money and a bigger house and, and, and a gate around it and, and even guards around it and, and you had all the money you had and you were, this is your aim in life that if you had all the security you can find in the physical realm that you would be okay when the storms come. Guess what? The storms are coming. You need to use the storms, not be vandalized and victimized by the storms. My God. So in, in uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, it says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Mm -hmm. Storm walkers build on the rock. Storm walkers who can walk on the storms, walk through the storms, and become the storms have built their life upon the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. But here's verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. 
And so it was when Jesus had ended these sayings that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, exousia, which is the Greek word there, and not as a scribe. God was speaking with authority, and you know, you need to know that I'm speaking to you in a degree, in a level of authority, and I want you to understand, do what he has called you to do, and be what he has called you to be, out of the place of knowing whose you are. You are a storm walker. You are somebody that is building their lives on the yes and amen to the Lord. What is your yes and amen? Once again, it's three things. When you give you eternal yes, what you need to in this season, you, you, you can't stand without and be the answer without understanding you need these three things in your life. My eternal yes to God is my faith in God producing a faith of God and my, and my obedience to God. In this season, if you will do it God's way, listen to him, obey him. If you do, you're going to be fine. Here's the common de denominator in this scripture. The storms came. The storms are coming. The storms of life are coming. Once again, you don't have to succumb to them. You don't have to be vandalized or victimized by them. You can use the storms of life for your betterment. You can use the storms of life when you're in the ship. You can put up the sail and you can go faster towards your purposes than you would not have had the opportunity had the storms not come against your life. There, there are ways that we can use the storms and we can be not affected by them, but we can be an effective agent, a secret agent in the house of God, in the kingdom of God, right in the chaos of this world and everything that's going on around it, around it at this time. We can be secret agents sent from the heart of the Father. You need to see yourself as this. You've been, you've penetrated into society. You are in, you're a police officer. You're, you're, maybe you're a judge or maybe you're a mechanic or maybe you're a janitor. It doesn't matter where you are at. You can be the light of the glory, of the gospel, of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can be an answer, and you can be a direct answer and a solution to the battled, wearied world all around you, and you can be living in heaven. You need to go back and listen to my other podcast when I'm talking about 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, where you stir up the gift of God. And when you stir up the gift, even I talked about it a little bit last week, when you, when you are walking in the Spirit, Galatians 5.25 says, if you live in the Spirit, you should also walk in the Spirit. There's an ability and a dichotomy that we can live in, living in two realms at the same time. I'm living in on this world, but I'm encompassed around, and I'm in this bubble of the Spirit in heaven of God. I, I, when when I'm living in the Spirit, I'm, I'm born again. That means my spirit is one with the Spirit of the living God, but as I walk in the Spirit, I'm actually being clothed with the glory of God. I'm actually putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, and that gives me the ability to not be consumed with the sin all around me. Do you know that when, it, when I'm talking about Luke chapter 10, verse 19, and it says, Behold, I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the evil one, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That word hurt you is, it means that it doesn't have the power to infect you 
or affect you. So are we going to suffer some wounds in the midst of our obedience? Yeah, God loves obedience more than he does in sa- than he loves sacrifice. He appreciates the sacrifice, but he's more concerned about you being obedient. But unfortunately, there will be sacrificial times in the midst of your obedience, and which will eventually, if you keep standing and, and, and keep standing and believing him, you will see the deliverance of the Lord and be propelled into greater things than you would have not had the opportunity to if th- those things did not come against you. So, man, we are living in some of the greatest times. It is the great and terrible day of the Lord, but we do not pay attention to the, to the great or the terrible. We just are obedient. We are yoked up with him. He says, yoke up with me. My yoke is easy. I mean, I'm telling you, it's just like putting on a nice, comfy sweater. You, when, my yoke is easy. It is, it is not hard. It's not burning. It's not chafing. When you yoke up with the Lord Jesus Christ, when you yoke up with the Holy Spirit, and you are walking in the direction that he is walking, doing what he's called you to do, when you yoke up with him, he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why is it light? He's doing all the pulling. We're along for the walk. It's all about you just walking with your Savior. It doesn't say yoke up and look for. It says yoke up with me. My burden is, is light and my yoke is easy. It's, it, our focus is yoking up. Our focus is not what we're trampling upon. There will be. He will lead us into the valleys of the shadow of death. Why? Because he, he trusts himself because he put himself on the inside of you. He trusts himself that is protecting you. He trusts himself who put angels all around you. He trusts himself by shedding his blood and you can plead the blood of Jesus Christ even in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death. But he needs to lead us into these places because we must be able to to provide for those who nothing has been provided for. We need to be in those places so that we can make our declarations and so that we can also pick up the treasures that he's hidden in the darkest places. There are such treasures waiting for you if you will have the audacity to sit down, look around, and see the goodness of the Lord in the very trauma and and problem that you find yourself in, in your family, and at this time, don't be wowed and, 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 and be blown away by what the enemy is doing in this season. You need to be wowed and keep your focus even in the midst of of the battles and in the midst of of the traumas and the hurts and the wounds and the enemy trying to amplify to your ears and illuminate to your eyes what you're going through but don't be focused on what you're going through understand you're yoked up with jesus christ the creator of the universe himself and you are he is leading you not only are you picking up treasure not only are you being a solution and an answer to the people in those in those valleys who have nothing there are people who are losing everything and you're about to gain and you're about to gain everything you're about to feast in the midst of the enemies you're about to feast in the midst of the enemies you're about to about to feast because of the enemies and you're about to feast for the enemies because they need somebody saying the gospel in the midst of that place there's a grace that you can dis, dispatch 
as you're yoked up with Jesus walking through. So it's it's all about storm walkers. You need to you need to understand that you need to keep obeying him and yoke up with him. And as you're doing that, when the storms come, you are on solid ground unshakable this last three years especially but over the last 15 years or so he's been shaking everything god's been shaking everything that can be shaken so that we can stand on unshakable ground we are standing in the midst of holy ground i just want to break out in that old that old gospel song we are standing on holy ground and i know that there are angels all around even in the midst of the darkest moments with the darkness upon the people we're standing on holy ground because we're built our lives on the rock lord jesus and we are unshakable there are angels all around waiting for you to decree and declare the word of god right in the midst of the darkness and bring forth a burst of light and everybody and the enemy that is that god is allowed to get so close to us hits it is in close proximity and proximity is power and when you release that blast of light out of your life as you decree and declare the promises of god in your sphere of influence that led you into that valley bam and all of a sudden the enemy hereditary curses are destroyed in moments because somebody had the audacity to believe the promises of god that are still yes and amen hallelujah so anyway we're 13 minutes in and i need to get to this uh third part of Stormwalkers called the secret agents there are secret agents and, and it goes back and, and ties in to the, the rise of the remnant warriors called Stormwalkers. there is a remnant of believers and i i think i've quoted this uh, last previous uh podcast two last previous podcasts there's a remnant of believers rising out of the ashes of trauma tribulation turmoil and past troubles even now says the lord i felt that and i that's what i felt the lord said to put down you are uh, there is a remnant that is arising out of obscurity out of delusion out of marginalization who have been sick and diseased and banished and and gossiped about that are about to come like a phoenix out of the ashes as a direct answer with solutions to this battle-wearied world come on somebody say i'm a storm walker that's me i am the secret agent that you are talking about you need to know this you need to own this you need to believe this because you need to be the storm walkers that is going to be able to be victorious like nicodemus vic- victorious among his people it's very important but okay i'm going to start off i wasn't going to start off here with this part so we're 15 minutes in 15 minutes in and and i'm going to have you turn to if you can uh mark chapter 
10, verse 46. And I want to talk about and, and start off this podcast, this um, new area in this podcast, um, about blind Bartimaeus. And so now they came to Jericho, verse 46 of Mark chapter 10. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. So here's the here's a key. You you are positioning yourself in this season like blind Bartimaeus. You may have the baggage. You may even have the identification because blind Bartimaeus had a cloak that was given to him by the government of that day to allow him to legally beg. There was an identification and there was bonuses that were attached. There was some sort of bonus that he was getting from the government so that he would stay at home. Oh, wait a minute, another topic at another time. <laughs> but he, he had this, these, had these deficits, but yet he heard that Jesus was coming and he positioned himself in a place of crying out at Jericho. At Jericho, a few years back, when they went across of the Jordan in Joshua chapter 3 and they went into the promised land, they went, the first place that they hit was Jericho. And you know the story. I'm preaching to the choir. I understand you know the story, how they got there and they, they received divine commandments from the Lord in what they should do when they should take the Jericho, the city of Jericho. When they should, what should they do? And God gave them orders and God is giving you orders. Sometimes you walk around the city and there are other times you'll do something different. Sometimes you got to hit the rock. Other times you got to speak to the rock. It's all about obedience. Obedience wraps up your victory. When you walk in obedience, and it didn't make any sense. They walked around six days. And on the seventh day, they, they were quiet for six days. They just walked and walked and walked and walked. And some fear just, the spirit of the fear of the Lord was beginning to be released out of them and into the, the city. And they were afraid. They were afraid. I'll tell you, it's even right now as we are walking through the opposition, as we're walking through the storm called the overflowing opposition of the Jordan River as as we are walking through these situations it is striking fear in the camp of the enemy you are striking fear out of your obedience and walking through the storms so blind Bartimaeus positions himself on the seventh day he positions himself in the place of Jordan the day of completion Seven is the number of completion, seven times. And, and then they let out a shout that routes. There was a cry with a great cry. There was a shout with a great shout and the walls came down. This is where he positioned himself. Jesus was coming along the way of Jericho, the place with a shout. And what am I saying to you? A storm walker has, knows that his voice matters. You need to speak. Even though you are marginalized, even though you, you are sick, diseased, or you've been you've been uh, cast aside. You've been rejected. 
You need to know you still have a voice. If you still have a voice, you still have an opportunity for victory. So blind Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus um, actually, um, let me turn over to my, my notes here. Um, hang on two seconds. Okay, here it is. Uh, Bartimaeus means honorable son. And Timaeus means marginalized. There are a lot of people that want to be honorable sons. There are a lot of people that want to be an honorable son and daughter of the Most High God, but they have been titled with marginalization. They have been, they have uh, had things put upon them. They've been pushed aside. And so we have a lot of deficits. His name, you know, his name is supposed to mean honorable son, but yet he's been marginalized. I want to say to you, and I want to prophesy to Bartimaeus is that is listening right now you are an honorable son that has been marginalized by by the enemy and don't think that it hasn't been the enemy you thought it was your choices to make those things he has has centered his focus he's targeted you and has targeted your family and you tell me about somebody with a lot of problems and i'll tell you about somebody that has a lot of potential and it's time for the honorable sons and daughters of the most high god that have been labeled by the enemy because of circumstances it's time for you to get your voice back it's time for you to rise up as the remnant warriors and arise with resurrection power and see yourself reseated in your royalty upon the throne in which God has called you to 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 preside upon and help people I'm calling forth a, a resurrection of royalty even right now you are an honorable son and a daughter and I break off the shame and the condemnation that has come against you over these past years and in even a decade and a half and and the enemy has been trying to do everything to stop you from fulfilling purpose and I want to say it is now time for you to dust yourself off of the ashes of disappointment degradation and and hurts and wounds and trauma it's time to dust yourself off and let go of the things of the past and it's time for you to arise you are no longer marginalized you are no longer a blind Bartimaeus you are no longer a marginalized person you are arising as a remnant warrior that you are about to be a storm walker and it's time for you to take your place on the stage of history and be an answer and a solution. Blind Bartimaeus was somebody that was not suspected to be able to get the creator of the universe to stand still and say, what do you want? His voice, you're getting your voice back. You're getting your voice back and you need to decree and declare the promises of God. You need to cry out, spare, spare not, cry out and you will catch the attention of the creator of the universe just like blind Bartimaeus does. You take time and go through that. I have so much to get through. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish this. I might have to do part four. Uh, but okay, let's try. John chapter 19, verse 38 and it says, after this, Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, somebody say, but secretly, for the fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, who is, 
who at first came to Jesus by night also came bringing a mixture of of myrrh and aloes and of, of about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus, bound it in strips of linen with spices, as the custom of the Jews is to is to bury. Now, verse 41, now in, in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day for the tomb was nearby. Okay, so I'm going to break down this scripture um, in several different ways, and I'm going to give you some interpretations of names and places and what it meant. Uh, so we're going to get into that right now, but just before I get into the, the, uh, nitty gritty of the details, I want to say this to you. You are these hidden warriors that are about to take their place in the season. Many of you warriors have been protected, not rejected. A, a lot of the rejection has been, is serving you. Um, very effectively for different reasons. You, it was too soon. You, you, if you would have had the wealth or the affluence or the influence a few years ago, you could, you, it could have destroyed you. Uh, many of you have been hidden because of fear. Some have been hidden in darkness, but you're about to come out. And, and when you come out, you will bring a mighty deliverance anointing. So you, you've been protected, not rejected. I want you to understand that as, as you're coming forth. You need to understand that he's been hiding you in the midst of darkness. He hides his best people, his, his most choice um, servants in darkness. <laughs> what, what do you mean, Barry? Well, do you remember he sent Moses into Egypt? He also sent Jesus into Egypt. That, whenever it talks about Egypt in the Bible at that time, it, it was making reference to darkness. He hides you in the midst of all of the different things going on. He's got to hide you in the midst of the darkness so that you can grow in grace and mercy. Because I mean, several things because of that too, because darkness produces mercy and darkness produces greater grace. Where there's much sin, there's greater grace. So all these things, there's, there's great purpose why you've been placed specifically in the different areas. God sent you on purpose, with a purpose, into darkness and into chaos because he knew what he put on the inside of you. He's not mean, he's developing you. It's like when you go to the gym, you got to push through the resistance and you got to push back. You got to push through the pain and back on the resistance and you build muscle. What are you doing? You're tearing, you're tearing your actual muscle and it's building on top of that. He knows how he, how he built you. He knows what it needs to, to take to bring you to the place that you need to be. Storm walkers, you build on the rock out of your obedience, you got your listening, and you are coming into a place where you're going to be a mighty deliverer. I have run out of time. I'm at the 26, 27 mark right now, and I, I, I can't get into this. Maybe let me, let me just give you a little taste of what we'll hit um, next week. Um, so. I read that scripture on 
on Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus. So Joseph of Arimathea actually means Joseph, he will add, and Arimathea means heights. And Nicodemus, like I've said a couple times, he who is victorious among his people. These are the ones that God himself chose to take care of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. The interesting thing here is that God, Jesus Christ, the fullness of God in the bodily form, who was made flesh and dwelt among us, was born into a family of Mary and Joseph. Jesus chose Father chose before time began that Jesus's life would be bookend with a Joseph and a Joseph. Interesting. He will add was at the beginning and he will he will add at the be, at the end of his life. Joseph was bookend and so it's really interesting also that he was from Arimathea meaning, meaning the heights. He will add heights. There there's some when G, when Joseph asked for the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was going to add heights. He was going to he was going to add to God as he put him in his tomb cocoon or pupae. The body there are secret agents that are arising at this time that are called to prepare the their bodies and prepare the body for a metamorphosis. We are in a season of preparation where we are getting the body ready and you are the secret agents. There are many of you listening right now that are the Josephs of Arimathea and the Nicodemus who were secret agents of God for God to prepare the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, honorable sons. I decree and declare you shall no longer be marginalized because you're getting your voice back. Stormwalkers, you need to know the storms are coming, but the storms will not delay, deny, or define. You will use the storms. As everything is crashing around you, you will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and you will do mighty exploits as you use the power of the storm to cause you to be propelled into greater things that you would not have had the opportunity had these storms not come your way. We're not looking at these storms like, oh, wow, me, what am I going to do now? We are looking at these storms as a giddy up and go. It's showtime. It's game time. It's overtime. And we are winning because we already won the war. I bless you guys in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My plea is the blood of Jesus Christ and the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ be upon you this day. Somebody say, I received that. <laughs> Amen. So once again, if you want more information on our on our lives and our ministry and what we're doing and where we're going, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. www dot barrymiracle.ca anyway look forward to seeing you guys uh when you hear this i will be in scotland already and uh bless you guys um we'll talk to you next thanks week. again for joining us today on wake up into your dream 
My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.